Do you look forward to going to work every day? And more importantly, do the people that work for you enjoy their jobs? These days, it's not just about money. Lots of companies will pay your employees more than you're paying them. So why do they stay? And how can you attract the best talent? Well, my guest, Susan White, says it boils down to creating a joy-powered workplace. Curious? Want to know more? Well, you'll have to listen to the show. Okay, here we go. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. My guest today is Susan White, and Susan is the co-host of the Joy Powered Podcast, and she is a career HR professional who brings a lot of experience and energy to the subject of creating great work environments. Susan, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Lorraine, thank you so much for having me. I'm a big fan of your podcast, and I just feel very honored to be on it. Well, I'm a fan of yours, too, so we've got a little mutual love going (laughs) on here. Yes. Susan, when we first had a chance to chat, we were down at She Podcast, and we were talking about some of the things that you see in workplaces and things that maybe get in the way of a joy-powered work environment. And I want to talk about that, but first, a definition. What is a joy-powered workplace? Yes. You know, if I were to describe a joy-powered workspace, I would say it is where employees feel comfortable bringing their authentic selves, that when they come into work, they feel like the work they do matters, and that they feel like they have the tools and resources to do it. I think those are the kind of the three components that need to exist for an office or for a workplace to b- truly be joyful. So let me play devil's advocate. I mean, obviously I am a fan of this, but maybe I'm a business owner who's like, I don't get it. You know, I pay people, they come in. What difference does it make if there's joy in the workplace? (laughs) You know, I think that that's probably the way that traditionally we thought. The fact is we were giving the gift to the employee. We're, We're providing you employment, probably benefits. We were taking care of you. And in turn, what we expect you to do is to come in and do exactly what we tell you to do. Well, I don't think that type of an outlook or philosophy really works anymore. In this labor market where employees can really decide where they want to work, they can vote with their feet every day Mm -hmm. of the week, that we need to make sure that we provide a workplace that people are engaged, that they want to come to, that they want to stay in. And in order to do that, you better have some joy brewing or else people are going to go, they're going to find another place to go have fun. Absolutely. You know, I have sort of been through this transition because obviously my company is 18 years old and we went through the recession in 08 and 09, where we just had people lining up for every job. Yes. It isn't like that today. No, it is not. In fact, I think the last time I checked, the um, Bureau of Labor Statistics says there's approximately 6 million jobs that are open in the United States, and we do not have a labor force that can fill those jobs. So it really are, it's a supply and demand issue, and people looking for work, they really can demand a workplace that they enjoy and work that they really feel is important to them to do. Okay. So now I'm convinced. I get it. I recognize that having a joy-powered work environment is going to give me a competitive advantage when I'm trying to recruit people. Where do I start? That's a great question. And that's what a lot of our clients will ask us. Like, where do I start? I wanted to have a joyful workplace, but how do you make that happen? I think it starts with 
really being great communicators. So I think every leader needs to say, I want to listen first and then speak. And so that's listen to your employees. What is it that motivates them? What is it that they think needs to happen? Um, And then start thinking about how do I really use the power of my team to make a competitive difference. And so one of the the books that we've written is called The Joy Powered Team. And actually it was published in 2019. And in there, we talk about kind of where you do start. And it starts with being a really thoughtful, intentional, good leader who is focused on communication, listening first and then speaking and directing and those types of things that you know you need to do as a leader. But start with focusing on your team and and making a collaborative effort. So for some people, I think listening is natural. And I think for other people, they maybe need a few questions that they can ask to get the conversation started. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest to those people for whom talking comes naturally, but maybe listening doesn't? (laughs) Yes, which is probably most of us. Um, I think some of the questions you want to ask is with your employees, what, first of all, what attracted you to me and to this business and what we're doing here? Find out what they're passionate about that your company's already doing. So I think that helps because you really understand what attracted them, which is going to help you figure out how do I retain them? So I think that's probably question number one. Question number two is really understanding their strengths. Find out what what is the real talent, the um, strength that the individuals have on your team. And then you as the boss, as the employer, you need to figure out how do I leverage those strengths? I'm not, I wouldn't want you to spend your energy on figuring out where do I have my gaps and my flaws? Where do I have my strengths and how am I going to leverage those? So ask those questions, get people excited about what they're doing and get them excited about using their strengths to help you achieve your financial objectives and your company's goals. Let me jump over to the other side of the equation, because I think we work pretty hard to create a good open environment. I'm pretty transparent with my team about the financials so people know when we're doing well and when we're not. And, you know, we have a little bit of fun along the way. But what do you do when you have that employee? They're talented, but they are like the black hole. (laughs) We refer refer to them as the Eeyores, Uh you know, from Winnie the Pooh. Yes. The glass is half empty all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's interesting in the book we wrote, The Joy Powered Team, We the last chapter is the one that I focused on, which is Teams in Transition. And um, I have to tell you that there's sometimes you need to help somebody quit your team. You need to, you need to help them make that decision uh, because it may not be a good fit. And it, it, nothing wrong with that individual. They may be a talent. They may have the skill set, but they just aren't a fit for your particular team. And they might be a brilliant one for a company across, the, across town. And we have to help people f- figure that out. So for that Eeyore <laughs> that's in your work stream, <laughs> if they cannot turn into I think it's Tigger, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then, and that's what you—that's what your team really needs. Then mm-hmm. it might be time to help them make that decision to to quit. Yes, right now we have uh, definitely we have one Tigger 
we've got a poo, we have an owl, and and it's it's actually that's it's kind of the part of the fun of interacting with the team is sort of looking at some of their personalities and really enjoying the the organization that we have built right now. And I'm having a lot of fun because I do have a team that there's a lot of respect and a lot of joy. Oh, you know, doesn't that make it doesn't feel like work. When you have joy in the workplace, it is fun to wake up. It's fun to go in. And when you close at the end of the day, you feel like you've really accomplished something. Absolutely. And I'm going to let you in on a secret. We probably have more playtime right now than we've had in a number of years. There's more trivia breaks and game breaks. We're also having our best year ever. Isn't that great? It works that way. Honestly, I believe it works that way. So I'm delighted for you. So what other advice for a business owner, obviously, the the most important thing is they need to go out and they need to buy your book. And, they yeah. need to, and, and is it available on Amazon? It sure is. We'd love to have okay. you buy it. So we'll have a link to that from the show notes. We want them to go out and buy your book. I want them to listen to the podcast. But if there's one more action item that they can take away from today's conversation, what would it be? I think it's sit down with your employees and talk about the fact that you want it to be a joyful workplace and find out what's if there's anything happening that's keeping some of your employees from really feeling as joyful as they want to. And maybe it's about the work that the work that they're doing right now. They might not understand why it matters so much. And you can fix that with communication. It might be they feel they don't have the tools and resources they need. Talk about it and figure out are there ways to get that. And then finally, if anybody's feeling like they can't bring their authentic self or they don't they don't feel that balance in their life that they need, put it on the table. Take the time and talk about it. People, I think, will appreciate it, and you'll get closer to having a joy-powered workspace. Fabulous advice. Susan, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Lorraine. This has been fun. It absolutely has been. And again, if people are interested, I'm going to encourage them to look for the Joy-Powered Podcast and the Joy-Powered Teams book on Amazon. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you're looking for more information and resources for business owners, be sure to drop by the Digital Toolbox, that's digitaltoolboxin.com, and listen to more episodes, share them with friends, and come back next week. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.